The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. You're listening to Fresh FM, broadcasting across the top of the south on 104.8 in Nelson, Tasman, 107.2 in Nelson CBD, 88.9 in Blenheim and 95.0 in Eastern Golden Bay and streaming to the planet on freshfm.net and the accessmedia.nz app. Um, you are listening to That's Mint, um, a show brought to you by the Multicultural Youth Nelson Tasman where... Um, us multicultural youth members talk a little bit about our experiences and share our opinions and generally just try to make Nelson a happier and um, more diverse place. Exactly, yeah. So today we're doing a little bit of an interview, but before that, I'm Imogen. Um, I'm Avalon. And I'm Sedana. And, and we're interviewing Grace. Hi. So Grace is our newest member to mm-hmm. Mint. Um, and she's here as our Aotearoa representative. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. And she is actually the first Māori member that we've had on Multicultural Youth, as far as I know. Which, which is, is which is crazy. Yeah, that's really cool, and it's We're so such glad. a pleasure to have you. Yeah, yeah. We're so honoured to have you. And also yeah. Sadana, who has never been on the radio before. She's been in Mint for a while, but yeah, she's never yeah. aired. This is my... First time being Yeah, your first time. Yeah. Yep. So, Sadana, a little bit about yourself. Um, so, hi, I'm Sadana and I'm from Nepal and it's been a year I've been in New Zealand. And Yeah. Yep. Cool. So, I'm Imogen and Avalon is my sister. Mm-hmm. And we are biracial Jamaican. uh, Kiwi Jamaicans, but we grew up in Samoa. Mhm. And Grace, as you just heard. Yes. Yeah, I'm part Māori, part Pākehā, and I've lived in Nelson, Tasman forever, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, so um, our first question for you, Grace, is um, have you grown up with a lot of like Māori culture or is it something that you've had to um, find on your own? Well, sometimes I think that I'm less connected to my culture than I am, but I kind of sometimes I'll take a step back and be like, you know, I am I am more than I think I am because, mm. I mean, I don't know the language. I'm not very immersed in it. I've just got my mum, my dad's side is all Pākehā. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, like, you know, I still, I connect to the traditions and Māori tikanga and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you have a lot of um, Māori culture at home? Like, what are some of the things that you do? Mm, I mean, we aren't super traditional in the way that we're, like, karakia before every single meal and you know we're very strict about everything but it's more of in like the little things it's like we uphold little Māori values with like compassion and you know just aroha and caring for others and things like that Mm -hmm. but but I think it's still it's more rooted into my home life than I think it is I think right just because I'm so used to it you don't know what other people go yeah how other people live yeah it's just like the norm for you I Mm -hmm. guess yeah Mm -hmm. okay what about you Sadana in your like Nepali household what would you say are some different things that you would do to yeah like what are Nepali what are some Nepali things that are like culture that you do in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. uh it's like pretty normal like we don't really do stuff like it's same as like other people do uh, or, I mean, I'm sure that there are things that you don't realise, like grace, that are part of your culture that, like, other people wouldn't do, and but they're just so normal to you that it doesn't... You eat the same thing for dinner nearly uh, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> rice every morning and every night, 
and um, yeah, I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and like religious stuff as well, or yeah, kind of religious stuff. So in the morning, my mom wakes up, and then she take a bath, and then do some prayers and stuff. And yeah, and after that, we just eat food and stuff like that. It's like mm. pretty normal for yeah. us. I mean, that's a great point that both of you made that we don't really know what other people's home lives are like so we Mm -hmm. can't really compare them or explain how Mm -hmm. different ours are to other people's Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so Imogen and I (coughs) sorry Imogen and I were having a conversation while we were thinking of questions to ask Grace yeah and something that we remember noticing um having grown up in Samoa when we first came to New Zealand was this idea of cultural exclusivity yeah so in Samoa and like obviously Samoan culture and Maori culture are very different but they are both Polynesian and so there is a Mm -hmm. little bit of similarity between the two and something that has always kind of been the case living in Samoa is like it's so traditional and everything that they do is about um preserving that tradition and what that means a lot of the time is if you are not a Samoan person you are generally quite excluded I guess or not like excluded in a negative way but just they really truly believe in like preserving their culture through Samoan people I guess yeah like we lived there for five and a half years Mm -hmm. yet I can't really speak the language simply because it's like Samoan language is for Samoan people you know Mm -hmm. we're keeping this to our hearts and I don't resent that in any way it kind of makes sense to me like you will want to hold that culture for Mm -hmm. yourself like the Samoan people like the motto is Samoa more Samoa which is Samoa for For Samoans Samoans. so everything that kind of occurs like as an expatriate or someone who lived there briefly you don't really experience the culture to the extent that you would kind of expect I mean there's definitely like an overview you watch Siva Samoas and you you learn, learn hello bit. and goodbyes yeah. um you learn like cultural expectations to an extent but it's very much you learn the surface yeah it's and surface they level. continuously teach you the mm-hmm. surface level things mm-hmm. when like I know that there's a lot more that happens within their culture and like Within maybe the last year that I lived there through COVID, everyone leaving was probably, like, the most that I was taught about their culture. Because you were, or Surrounded like, around just someone people yeah. um, in my international school. Um, but the point is, what we want to know, <laughs> what yeah. we want to know, Grace, is coming to New Zealand, something that was, like, really, um, I guess, different for us was how Maori culture is something that I feel like most people are quite familiar with, not to like the same degree, but like there is um, non-Maori people that speak Maori Mm -hmm. and And, uh, like Maori signposts everywhere. Yeah. Like there's a lot more, um, I guess, acknowledgement of Maori culture and also like non-Maori people celebrating that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, partaking in it. Because I know that, like, you don't have to be Māori to do kapahaka, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Things like that, which wouldn't really be acceptable in Samoa. Is that something that feels like a celebration to you? Or does it feel a little bit more like 
appropriation. Is I, that? Yeah. I think it's definitely a celebration. Okay. Like a big thing in Maori culture is, I guess, caring for those around you, looking after those around you, and therefore sharing pieces of yourself or your culture. Okay. And in a way that might be, you know, sharing a bit of kapahaka or a bit of reo or whatever you, it is that you have that you can offer. And it's definitely like Maori culture and stuff is becoming, like you said, a lot more prevalent in New Zealand than it was before. Like something in 1970, Maori was like an endangered language. It mm. was, they fully thought it was going to go extinct because of all the conditioning they had to get Maori kids out of it in like, mm the late 1800s but now it's coming back like in full force you know and it's amazing to see Mm -hmm. like even maybe when I was first born like late 2000s early 2010s it wasn't like it wasn't as prevalent as it is now because Mm -hmm. people are learning that oh this is this is an amazing thing that New Zealand has and we should be sharing it with everyone and you know celebrating it Mm -hmm. so I think it is a celebration but also more you know making sure that the people who live here who aren't Tongata Whenua, who don't whakapapa back to Māori roots, know this is where you're living. This is the culture that you are not only representing but being surrounded by. You should acknowledge us, you know? Yeah. Mm, but right. not in a, like a, in a forceful way, in a celebrate with us, come sit down at our table, eat our kite with us, break bread with us, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be... Let's be friends. Yeah. Let's be together in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big, big part of multiculture, I think. Yeah, and that's that's very beautiful. So beautiful yeah, the wonderful. way you were talking about that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so my question to you is, what would the future of New Zealand look like? Or what would your ideal future of New Zealand look like? In relation to, like... Cultural yeah. integration, I suppose. I guess... I don't know. I I'm not... I feel like I'm not one of a big dreamer, but I feel like just getting somewhere would be for more people to acknowledge mm-hmm. Māori. Māori, not only just te reo Māori, the language, but the tikanga, the customs, the traditions, who we are as a person. Like I said, it's becoming more and more like prevalent and accepted, but it's still not all the way there. Yeah. Like recently there were polls about changing the name of New Zealand to Aotearoa New Zealand, which I, for one, think is an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. But like half of the polls were over 50% not changing it. Oh, it's a lot of people saying the name is New Zealand, not Aotearoa, because they don't know about us and our culture. Yeah. So I definitely think there's a long way to go in that aspect. People need to learn and to understand. And we don't necessarily want to I think like like a lot of like a lot of people against it think take over yeah. I think just standing side by side and acknowledging each other and the histories that we have that Māori and Pākehā have together mm-hmm. would be an ideal future for me yeah that's so nice so us me Avalon and Sadana being well, Avalon and I aren't um, like. At all Maori. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. Um, Avalon and I aren't immigrants or refugees, but we are people of color, our mum mm-hmm. being black and Sadana being a immigrant from yeah. Nepal. Um, I guess we suffer quite a lot of maybe ignorance in New Zealand itself. Um, 
being people of color and just like little comments about mm-hmm. us yeah or our treatment yeah. i guess yeah. it's not necessarily racism? deliberately yeah racist yeah. or disrespectful but it's through a lack of understanding of our culture and our um appearance that people treat us differently yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. i see it everywhere every day yeah. Yeah. Life. every yeah. time we yeah. get treated very differently to our peers mm-hmm. i just wanted to know that like as a maori person do you suffer a lot of racism in new zealand like this is your country you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's not like yeah, us yeah. where we have our countries and we're here so yes people are uneducated about where we come from and who we are but this is your home yeah you, yeah. yeah i think i myself haven't experienced it much as i am if I am, like, with my Pākehā side of the family, I can pass pretty well as white. But I have, like, so many stories from Māori family or Māori friends who have, like, you know, have experienced that type of thing. And not just from other people. It's kind of, like, directly baked into the country and how mm-hmm. the country works. Like, a common, when people, when I get this question, a common example I would give is... Some of my family, whenever like a child gets hurt and they get taken to the ER, they'll perform these quote unquote random welfare checks talking about like, oh, are you okay at home? Is anything happening? And the thing is, this never happens to my Pākehā side of the family. When my cousin hurt herself at the trampoline park, we didn't get anything like that. No. But yet when my when my young Māori cousins go, it's, oh, does your dad hit you? Are you okay? Like, definitely very much not just with people but also mm. like embedded in yeah, embedded like into stereotypes the, yeah and there's definitely a long way to go to fix that to try and get that out of the system but mm. i feel like steps are definitely being made every day to try right, and for sure mm, it doesn't you wouldn't see it on a surface level but once you really get in there and you talk to maori people and learn their experiences it's definitely something that occurs mm-hmm. more than you'd think that's like like You've got the perfect example of this, but, like, imagine being in Nepal with your family and your friends. Like, this is your home, right? Yeah. yeah. Imagine having to suffer racism in Nepal. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty weird. Like, it's your own country, and then you're, like, you know that every culture and stuff like that, and you still face racism in your own country, then that's that's not really great. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean... Imogen and I also suffer racism, and I guess New Zealand is our country too. Not obviously to the same degree, but we are born here and we are half Pākehā. And our mother is English, which makes her... I guess like a lot of people in New Zealand have English family. Mm-hmm, but definitely. Like, we are treated so much different to our, our friends and our peers because of... The colour of the our cu- skin. Purely the colour mm-hmm. of our skin. You if know? we act the same way, we don't... Like, our Jamaican culture, we don't even know it that well. Not really, no. Like, yeah, we've practically lost all of our Jamaican culture, besides maybe the food that we eat, mm-hmm. and yet we have the same customs as most of our European Pakiaha friends, and still, solely on the texture of our hair and the colour of our skin... We are treated so differently. Like, I see it everywhere, every mm. day. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that too. <laughs> yep. It's kind of just horrible. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just, mm. yeah. 
Alright, so now we're going to have a song. Sadana, do you want to introduce the song that you've picked for us? Just just say the name. Um, so the song name is Atinche. It's a Nepali song. It's a rap song. Okay. So, kind of rap and, like, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my favorite song. You might like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah enjoy.
Hi guys, welcome back to uh, That's Mint. You just listened to... Sadana, what was the name of the song? Uh, uh, <laughs> the song name is Atinche. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye, Yabish Tapa. And I forgot the rapper's name. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. It was one of your favorite songs. Yeah, it was one of my favorite songs. I hope you guys liked it too. Okay, so we were in the middle of kind of... I guess we were interviewing Grace and talking a little bit about Sadana as well. Um, and just about like, I guess we were talking to Grace about being a Māori person in New Zealand. And yeah. And Sadana just chatting. Yeah. 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 Chatting. So um, I have one more question. Um, if you could... I'm trying to remember. Oh, um, <laughs> if there was one thing you could share from your culture, what would it be? Mm, that's oh I think even though it's shared so much I would say like wire to the song the song and dance more kapahaka because even though like it's almost every school has a group and it's still everywhere I feel like it's one of the most like beautiful and I guess important parts of Maori culture I just I don't know it's so nice and I feel like whenever whenever I'm the one up on stage with I don't know, wearing my pew-pew with my poi, I just feel, I don't know, I feel better. Mm-hmm. It's it's something, it's hard to explain. Something about singing Waiata and doing it with a group of people just feels really nice. And everyone that I've talked to who is in Māori and has witnessed or like has been there for things like that, they all say that's, that's so beautiful and it's such an amazing thing to experience and to not only watch, but you're sort of a part of it if you're watching it and being around it as well because it's such a powerful thing I think that's the one thing that I would want to share more with yeah. people yeah. when you were saying that like my heart just oh yeah. filled like I thought about doing Siva Samoa whenever I do it in front of people even if I just put on my ear lava lava and do it in my bedroom it just like makes me feel so like safe like yeah I'm at home there's you know? a big power to cultural song and dance yeah, yeah it just like transports you almost you know and yeah. the fact that it's like a thing in almost every single culture just mm. kind of shows how important it is yeah well, Sadana, you do a lot of cultural dance don't you yeah and yeah it's fun doing dances like mm-hmm. i love doing dances it's just really fun i just love to show my culture more yeah Sadana yeah. performed for the light festival for oh. um the multicultural culture. festival yeah. you perform at lots of nepali events yeah you lots do of Nepali. yeah you're always yeah. You're she's always, always dancing yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's it's so beautiful to watch as well like we love watching you dance yeah i love watching the Kapahaka? Yeah, mm-hmm. it always gives me goosebumps. Like, whenever I see someone, like, doing Kapahaka or, like, Siva, it always gives me goosebumps. Like, it's really amazing. It's just, like, mm-hmm. seeing a part of someone's culture, like, yeah. raw and just pure, you know? Yeah, it's just yeah. really powerful. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask you the same question that Avalon asked Grace. Yeah. If you could, like, I don't know, have a workshop in Nelson about Nepali culture, what is the one thing that you would teach? Yeah, what would you share? Yeah. It will probably be food. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nepal is, like, kind of famous for food. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, so there are lots of different foods that you can try. So the main thing is, uh, the main food is dumplings and dal bat, like, r- it's rice and dal. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and those two things are the like those are the main thing that you can try. Mm. And dumplings are my favorite. Like, <laughs> what I are just they love dumplings. Of, like, yeah, what do they have inside? Of, yeah. So, there we have tons of flavors, and it's. You can try the vegetarian one and the chicken one, the pork. You can you have like lots of flavors that you can try. Are they spicy? Yeah, it depends. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really good. And uh, we have got one national food, like our national, national food. Dish, yeah, yeah, national dish. So it's called sel roti, and we usually make those sel roti in. Tihar, so Tihar is like Diwali. It's like Diwali in Nepal. Yeah, in Nepali we call that Tihar. Yeah, and we celebrate really differently, and it's really fun. And yeah, I love to share food. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a f- food and dance yeah. are like the two main things, and I guess the things that you will see in every cu- culture. Oops, mm-hmm. sorry, in every culture. In- no matter what, no matter what yeah. continent or where in the world, food and dance is always going to be, maybe not in the forefront, but in an every, element of every culture. Yeah, and a very important one, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's kind of all we have time for. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and we will hopefully see you again uh, here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Grace. Bye. Just again. Oh, thank and you, Grace. Welcome. Yes. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM with support from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.